episode 48 of Chasing After the Wind, a vacation review podcast. I'm Jenny Welshworth. First off, I've got to tell you, we are so psyched that our tiny independent podcast has been picked up by the Nihilist Podcast Network. If my co-host and hubby Niels were not currently on a speaking fast to contemplate the bleak landscape of perceived human suffering, I know he would echo those sentiments as well. Right, Niels? A month ago, Niels and I traveled to Portland, Maine, with our friends Angela and Bob. A three-day weekend is really just what I needed. At 4.59 on the day of our trip, I shot off a Thank God It's Thursday email to my office buddies. They love that stuff. I then exited the UV-lit, tech-advanced cubicle prison in which I spend my 9 to 5, toiling meaninglessly for a faceless corporate entity. As the poet says, vacation had to get away. Portland is a chilly vacation destination, even in the late spring. While we were there, temperatures hovered in the high 40s and lower 50s. Still, we were fully determined to make the most of our little getaway, since every moment we spend on this spinning piece of rock brings us one second closer to death. Now, as I'm sure you will agree, and as regular listeners have heard me say many times, any claims a so-called authority might make that one geographical location is meaningfully distinct from any other are disingenuous and false— Were I to assert knowledge of Portland's, quote, landmarks or its vibe as a social scene, my statements would be the babblings of an idiot. Still, I parrot what others have said in stating that Portland is a, quote, lovely and friendly city. To the extent that such a nonsense phrase can be deciphered, it does ring true to my existentialist impressions as well. Everywhere we went, citizens greeted us with warm smiles and kind words. Restaurant employees, hotel staff, and cafe baristas all created a sense of Downey's hospitality, seemingly aimed at helping us forget the fundamental isolation of each human from every other living thing. Over the three days of our trip, I gradually came to view this unflinching collective friendliness as a kind of absurdist performance piece. Surely, the citizens of this educated polis understand the impossibility of human camaraderie as well as I do. Yet, it was pleasant to dive into the drama ourselves, playing the roles of buffoons and clowns for 72 sweet hours. Now, before we go any further, a note about terminology. In the course of this review, I have and will use terms like spouse, friend, owner, barista, policeman. Let's acknowledge now that these modes of terminology carry no objective weight. Titles like these only reinforce the false authority structures and imposed connections with which society continually burdens us. It should be known that I use such terms solely for the purpose of being understood, if such a thing is possible, and I am joined in this rejection of all such titles by my hubby and besties who accompanied me on this so-called vacation. For though we may vacate our homes and daily lives, we cannot vacate the prison of our own perceptions. Yes. Oh, great. Niels has broken his silence. Welcome back, Niels.
This episode is sponsored by Tidal River Brewing Company in Canton, Connecticut. Come try their blonde cappuccino stout, Thicarus, which proves that sight is an illusion, perceptions are meaningless, and we are all just thinking meat. You'll see what I mean. Check them out at tidalriverbrewing.com or follow them on Facebook or Twitter. Now back to the review. On Sunday afternoon, we stopped into Gritty McDuff's Brewing Company, a cheery burger and beer joint. Almost immediately, we struck up a convo with a gaggle of locals who recommended local hotspots and engaged us on the topics of the day. We were delighted to find spirits who shared our burning hatred of Donald Trump, as fans of Last Week Tonight call him. It was exciting to find that in Portland, you can feel the burn as heartily as you want with no fear of being contradicted. Incidentally, a big shout out to those South Dakota listeners who cast their vote for Senator Sanders this week. Hashtag feel the burn. I'm thrilled to recommend the Inn at St. John, as close to a perfect Portland hotel as I can conceive. Cute and quirky, cozy and centrally located, the shared bath and angular bedrooms only added to its charm. The considerate desk staff and housekeepers attended promptly to our needs, but my favorite feature of the Inn was the staircase. Since we were booked on the top floor, our party had the painful pleasure of climbing the steep, narrow, and seemingly endless steps numerous times per day. This potent reference to the labors of Sisyphus was surely intentional on the part of the hotel, and this reminder of life's futility renewed our focus on seeking out meaningless yet piquant pleasures. Speaking of meaningless pleasures— Portland's craft beer scene is famous throughout New England, and we hurried out to sample the local brews. My spouse and I are both dummies when it comes to a good draft, but luckily our traveling partners were knowledgeable. They steered us away from subpar locations toward Allagash, Bissell Brothers, and more. Of course, all such comparisons are futile and meaningless. But it was satisfying to join in the social charade of exerting superior knowledge and asserting imagined distinctions between one beverage and another. After a number of samples, even I developed a preference for certain beers, detecting notes of orange peel or commenting on the balance of malt and hops. Ultimately, these sensory perceptions were likely contrived, but if the point of getting drunk isn't to forget the fundamental untrustworthiness of even our very senses, then I don't know what is. By beer o'clock, we were good and buzzed. Woo! Experiences in Portland largely created numbing diversion, but a parking ticket on our last afternoon brought us briefly back to so-called reality. On-street parking in Portland is hard to find, and the regulations are strictly enforced. For us, however, the incident served to remind us of the arbitrary nature of social guidelines and the insistence of governing bodies on imposing a false sense of structure on human relations. It also affirmed that even the most unflinching skeptic among us, let's say Niels, is capable of throwing a hissy fit on a public street. <sighs> what? Well, you didn't pay the parking ticket. <sighs> 
whether or not Niels elected to transfer meaningless fiat currency from his balance sheet to that of the government in response to this ticket is irrelevant, and I shall enact no further labor discussing this point. Finally, the end arrived, as it does with all things, and we turned our Toyota Corolla toward home. But I think that all four of us will remember and treasure our time in Portland for years to come, though memory itself may be an illusion, of course. I rate our experience in Portland five black holes, one of which is specially reserved for the Inn at St. John. Make your reservation today, before humanity itself is mercifully devoured by the endless void. Special thanks to Niels for arranging our partnership with NPN, to Tidal River Brewing in Canton, Connecticut for their sponsorship, to Angela and Bob for being such wicked cool travel companions, and of course, to our listeners. Chasing After the Wind is produced in association with the Nihilist Podcast Network. Podcast Network.